Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts, the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. All right, a little later, Hank Williams Jr. in studio performing. Super pumped about that. You know, the big news from over this weekend is that Lunchbox is having a garage sale at his house and his yard. Is it a yard sale or garage sale? I'm confused. I, I, I mean, I guess it's a yard sale, but I call it a garage sale because that's just what I called it growing up. You guys we, already got the stuff ready to go out? Some of it. I mean, we got to get organized. My wife's still has been organizing all week, but she hadn't organized as well as she should have. But What's we'll the selection? It. If we come to your garage sale, what's, what are we going to find? I mean, we're going to have holiday decor. We're going to have clothes. We're going to have uh, kids' toys. We're going to have kids' What's the high-ticket item? Like, what's the most expensive thing you're putting Oh, we got there? a couple coffee tables that we were getting rid oh. of, uh, some lamps. What's the coffee table going to run me? I'll, uh, probably 50 bucks. Wow. Oh, that's steep. Yeah, that's steep for a garage sale. I could probably get that down a little bit, huh? I give, I give five for it. No, uh, we'll, we'll hold out to the end, then I'll wait till the end, see if I can get more, and then at the end I'll put $5 on it. Lunchbox has got a garage sale coming up. His address is... No, 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 no. <laughs> He's worried about what people will think about it. That's been the bit here, is that yeah. he thinks that people aren't going to see him as a rich, famous celebrity, which he's not, so I don't know why he <laughs> insists on he people seeing him that way. Go ahead. So and bad. it's an image thing. When you think of a celebrity, you think, oh, they're well off and they're not, they don't need to sell stuff at a garage sale. And it's a bad look for my image. So it's like, ah, it's cringeworthy, really. So he asked a couple celebrities here if they would have a garage sale because he feels like he's like them. 
Right. So celebrity. Yeah. So you go to one from one celebrity to another. Would you have a garage sale so I can feel more comfortable? That's what I want to know. Here's Lunchbox talking to Kane Brown. Would Kane Brown have a garage sale? No. I love my stuff. So if it's in my house, it's not going anywhere. And Kane makes too much money to have a garage sale, right? No, no, no. It's not that. Well, I mean, that's what I think. I want people to think I make too much money. So when I have a garage sale, it's going to look bad on me, right? People are going to be like, oh, Lunchbox is struggling. Yeah, no, you'll be all right. Uh-huh. All right. Kane, <laughs> say, all right. Kane, so you're saying I should have the garage sale? Yeah, have the garage. It's normal. Okay, dang it. Why are you referring to him in third person when he's right there next to you? Yeah. Kane Brown. Kane Brown. What did Kane Brown do? Kane? So, so Kane said he would have a garage yeah. sale. He, he said, wouldn't personally because he likes his stuff, but he he's not against having a garage right, sale. Right, so it makes you feel normal. All right, here's Chris Lane. I would not have a garage sale, but I come from North Carolina where we had a lot of garage sales growing up, so I support the garage no, sale. No, no, no. I get it, but when you're growing up, but once you reach a certain level of celebrity, you can't have a garage sale, right? <laughs> I mean, you can. <laughs> but, you, but, 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 but you're feeling when you hear, oh, celebrity having a garage sale, what do you think? I'd be showing up if I was a fan. Exactly, and that makes it awkward, right? <laughs> yeah, 100%. See, Chris Lane is on board. No garage sales for celebrities. That's one in my corner. Wait, <laughs> are you selling any underwear or anything like that? No, no underwear. I don't have any used underwear for sale. I did my last time, like way back when, before I was big time, I, would sell, I sold underwear, shoes, Ugh. hats, and people bought them up. What date do you think you got big time? I just wonder if you have it on a calendar. <laughs> I mean, it's it like switch. circled where you're like big time. Yeah, no, I mean, it. you can just feel it. It's a feeling. Like, it's sort of like a viral video. You feel it when it goes viral. You just feel all of a sudden like, man, we're big time. Well, there's also numbers on a viral video. That'll you tell how many you. Times it's yeah. been streamed. Yeah. What's the, is it in, a number in your bank account? No, it's not. A, no, it's not a number in my bank account. Trust me. It needs to be bigger <laughs> than that. But the Do you image, think you're underpaid as a celebrity? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think people expect me to be making millions of dollars. And <laughs> That's why you have to have a crush. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm well, saying. Well, so we'll check in Monday, see how it went. It's happening. All... It's happening. It's happening. Big day. Yay, garage sale. What time are you going to be up in the morning? I'll be up early, probably 5 a.m. to get it Oof. ready going. On a Saturday. Your body's exactly. Not, your body's not trained for that. Yeah, it's trained not... from Monday to Friday, but if I do it on Saturday, I'm always like, oh, man, this stinks. You're, yeah. you're definitely not getting like a day off. This weekend. Exactly. And it's going to be bad bad moods all around the house because everybody's getting up early. And I mean, it's going to be nonstop action. I'm not even going to be able to pay attention to the kids. You think it's going to be hot and heavy? Everybody want oh, your stuff? Yeah. People are going to be lying down the block. Oh, can I get that? Oh, oh, bidding wars. That's what I'm hoping for. If it does, I mean, like, hey, I'll give you 10. I'll give you 20. I'll give you 30. Whoa, man. I was only going to sell it for a nickel. Okay. Wow. He's really fantasizing <laughs> yeah. this thing. All right. We'll check back in Monday and see how it went. All right. Let's go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. Is it okay for my boyfriend to take my car to a bikini car wash that was raising money for charity? <laughs> oh. He told me it was his brother's friends that were doing it. and It was for hospital bills. The girls were 18 and over, so he's not a total perv, but I'm still mad about it. What? He told me he'd understand if I was upset that I went to a bikini car wash. But it was for a good cause. What do you think? Signed, Katie. All right. Let's lay it out here. She's got a car. It's dirty. She's got a dude. He's dirty. All right? Yeah. I'm annoyed. But there's charity down the road. That's right. But then there's charity. Okay, Amy, you say you're annoyed. Go ahead. Yeah, don't take my car. Don't go. Just donate. Donate the money. You clean my car. Donate the money. You know, I mean, I get it. They need to raise money, so I'm torn, and I feel bad, but I don't want my boyfriend taking my car to watch some girls in bikinis wash it. <laughs> How should he get him the money, then? 
just find out what, where what's the need. Give it to the friend that's going by there. Hey, drop this money in there. We're good. So you think she should be upset? I don't know that I would be upset, upset, but I'm annoyed. Like, I'm not going to break up with him over it, How but I'm annoyed. How do you fix that? If, if you're annoyed. He already did it, right? Uh-huh. <sighs> well, don't do it again. <laughs> you just want him to know you and feel you're annoyed and then yeah, not do it again. Yeah, like, let's talk through this. Don't do it again. Like, for me, I guess I'm not comfortable. You're, I feel like he's using the charity angle as an excuse to make it okay. And on any other given day, I'm not okay with him just watching girls in bikinis wash cars. But, like, because it's for hospital bills, we're okay with But that it. does make it, I think, a little more okay. But totally. here's the deal. He should have told her what it yes, is. Yes, and he took her not car. A- yes, and not afterward. <laughs> I would be annoyed, too. What yeah. does taking her car have to do with anything? It's her like, car because he, he used her car so as So it was excuse. okay. It'd be okay if he took his own car to the bikini car wash? No. <laughs> well, then, what's the difference? <laughs> it's her car. <laughs> It's like, hey, I washed your car, and and then and then I'm so like, he just oh, should have hey. done it with his own car and not said anything about it. Okay, is no, that what you're saying? I'd rather him just. I want to have an open relationship where you can tell me where where you wash your car, but I just want it to not be by girls That's in bikini. That's a weird rule for yeah. a relationship, baby. I just want to have an open relationship where we can talk about where we wash our car. <laughs> what on earth? I just okay. don't want That's that to I'm be the say. answer. That's what I'm saying. What did these guys say? Well, it's probably not the best idea for him to do that and not tell you till after. He probably thought you were going to find out, which is why he told you. And that's even worse if she finds out and then he didn't tell her. Um, I don't think it's worth a huge fight. I think it's worth a, hey, can you let me know next time? That doesn't, I don't feel super comfortable about that. But even letting you know next time, like, how does that go? No, it's pre, so you, then you can say no. Okay. Yeah. And then, okay. And if he has a problem with it, then I guess he's not the guy for you. Oh my goodness. That's what I'm oh that my god. Women are so ungrateful. Oh. He did such a nice ungrateful. thing and got your car washed. Mm. Like you have a clean car because he had it in his mind to go get your car washed, give to charity, and do something that you didn't expect him to do. And you are gonna complain. So that means I don't want you to ever watch Magic Mike, Magic Mike 2, because oh, there's guys <laughs> dancing with their shirts off. That is unacceptable. Not, in human, not human though, not like literally. It's a movie. It's, it's funny. Humans like Human bodies on the car, squishy, squishy. <laughs> yeah, you have a clean car. Do you want a clean car? Or you want a dirty car? I'm Get over say, yourself. I'm Ungrateful say, women. I'm not. I'm not doing that. But I'm gonna say yes. A little yellow, a little one third yellow flag raise. Have a conversation. Probably shouldn't have done it. Let's not do it again. Okay. Good. He needs to make it up though somehow with something. He has oh. to wash her car in a banana hammock. Love it. That's great. <laughs> Him, and <his> boys. <laughs> Him and his boys. All of his boys. All right. Thank you for the email. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. All right. Fun fact Friday. Here is our listener fun fact of the week. Here's a fun fact. Lunchbox is an idiot. <laughs> All right. What the, that's, that's not very fun. Fact that's, week. Uh, All right, let's go. Oh Fun Fact Friday. Fact Friday. Yay! All right, Amy's got, the, <laughs> Amy's got the five most fun facts of the week. Let's go. Number five. Ben and Jerry's has an online flavor graveyard for their discontinued ice cream flavors. What do you mean? <laughs> you can visit, and each one has a photo, the lifespan of the ice cream. And you know how, Bobby, you say that Maybe we've never heard a word. We've just read it and we don't know how to say it. Mm-hmm. Pistachio. Uh, nope. Oh. I'm going to try it right now. Go ahead. And then you can correct me. An epitaph? Epitaph? Oh. Epitaph. So it's like when someone dies. That's what that's, that's what that is. Is that how you say it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Cool. Epitaph. Yes. Yeah. So photo, lifespan, epitaph. 
Nice. Finandjerry's.com. <laughs> okay, there you go. Number four. Honeybees let out a small whoop when they bump into each other. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> Researchers believe that it's a sound that they make when they're surprised or startled. <laughs> Isn't that so cute? It also is the sound that the Texas A&M Aggies make. That's, that's right. right. They go whoop. I don't Gig do that, em. but they do. All right, next. Number three. So poor Abraham Lincoln. Many believe that he was ugly, including himself, and he had a sense of humor about it. At a debate, someone once said, you're two-faced. And he replied, if I had two faces, would I be showing you this one? And the guy went, oh! <laughs> God, oh, God, oh. And then, he and then Lincoln ran around president. the stage. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why I grew a beard and wore a top hat. Same, really? reason wore, same reason I wore these big glasses. It takes all the attention off the UG. Really? Mm-hmm. That's why you wear the glasses? Mm-hmm. That's exactly why I wear the glasses. That I, mean, I, I also can't, can't see. see, but I would just wear normal <laughs> glasses. But I, I like them big and bold so then people see that before they get to how the, you know, how ugly the face is. Oh, man. Yeah, that's how it is. All right, next. Number two. What do you think the most loved color by humans is? Probably blue. Yeah, blue. How'd you know that? Because mine's red and it's not universally loved. So blue is the other really strong color. The sky, the it ocean. Is. Yeah, blue. blue is the most loved color by humans. I'd go blue, then green, probably second on the list. Wow. But it's like black, white. Depends what season of life you're in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, next. <laughs> Number one. JFK's brain has been missing for 55 years. Yeah, that's weird. Read about that. But that's not super fun, I guess. What's, what's fun, fun about it? Wild. Wild fact Friday. When you read about it, though, there's these different conspiracy theories as to why the brain disappeared and what it might. What is the theory in your mind that holds the most weight? Well, they, well, the one that says the where the bullet entered the brain, it would. Um, now we're talking. Yeah, now we're talking. Fun you know fact. why the brain's gone? Because it shows, according to folks. That if you actually were to see the brain where the bullet went in, it's not exactly where the bullet went in, mm-hmm. according to what they want us to believe. Whoa, that's yeah. deep. Mm-hmm. Not deep. It's just the, you can't find the brain, but why? He got shot in the head. It all makes sense. There are all these conspiracy people who really killed him. Yeah. What if, like, they just, the hospital, they just threw it away? No, they didn't. It was, it was put away in a locked metal box in the National Archives, and everything was taken. What if it, are there oh, yeah, something shady happened. Too? Really? Like, it literally is, nobody knows where Let me it check is. the shady meter. Fun fact Friday. And in case you forgot, this listener fun fact. Here's a fun fact. Lunchbox is an idiot. Aww. She just called. That's it. That's yeah. the only reason she called. I mean, that's so what rude. And why would we put that in there? Yeah. Because yeah, I'm why? not an idiot. That's not a fact. It was the... <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's an opinion? That's, that's an opinion. A like, fact and opinion. She needs to go do some research. All right. <laughs> the Bobby Bone Show. Hey, everybody roll. Uh, yeah. Bobby Bone Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Jimmy Allen released a new song. Here is Settle On Back. I settle on back with my boys at the pier and drink a few beers watch the sun disappear and chasing that young never gonna grow up never reach the bottom of a solo cup. Chris Lane and Lauren Elena released a new collaboration called Dancing in the Moonlight. Dancing in the Moonlight Everybody knows where to go on a Friday night Where you can't see the city lights Everybody's dancing in the moonlight Riley Green shared two new songs called Wild Woman and Miles on Main. Here's one of them. Miles on Main Sweating in the heat for a couple of bucks to buy beer and gasoline so we can put some miles on me. And Carrie Underwood.
Wood's new album, Denim and Rhinestones, is out today. I'm Morgan. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. There's this guy, Benjamin, 20 years old, lives in Utah. He was adopted as a baby, and he always had a desire to figure out who his birth mom is. Well, it actually worked out where he was able to connect with her. And guess what? They were working at the same hospital in Salt Lake City for two years. He didn't know that, obviously. I wonder if he had, like, like, drawn to her. She didn't know. He didn't know. Oh, like mother-son instinct? Yeah. I mean, there's a couple situations here, right? What if it's like, man, she kind of looks like, that lady kind of looks like me. Or what if he's like, that lady's hot? Oh, <laughs> oh no, no, no. Either no. one are crazy, right? Either one are crazy. <laughs> yeah. But you find out that you've been working with them for two years. It's crazy. Long. So wait, do they get together? Do they hang out? Yep. They... Yep. He uh, defined it as a dream come true. Hey, good for them to be able to do that. Good for him to be able to do that. I mean, but how lucky do you, like you're in, you, they still see each other, I think at work and stuff. And it's like, you have this relationship. Sometimes you may venture out to find your birth parent and realize they live really far away and it's very difficult and voila. I'm just proud for him that he can actually do that and let it go. I can't do it. I can't let it go. You know, I, I went and searched out my real dad. I still can't. I'm still, I'm not angry, but I just don't have a need to be daddy, sonny, whatever you call it. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like choosing adoption as a baby, but then what you went through was very different. Like your experience with your but dad. But I'm holding it against him, mm-hmm. a decision he made. We got, he had a kid when he was 17, right? My mom was 15 when she got pregnant. Yeah. So I'm penalizing him for dumb kid decisions, but also dumb adult decisions later by never coming back. Yep. But I look at others and go, dang, good for them. I'm really proud they could get past that. And I'm like, you know, I got past the point where I don't hate anymore, but it's like I almost don't want to allow the, this is going to sound really terrible, allow the gift of being back like, it's like, hey, welcome back. And that's, I don't know if that doesn't sound good or not, but I don't want to be like, you know what? Come on back in. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey, water's warm. Yeah, yeah really warm. It's been, <laughs> the heater's been off for 40 years. Um, I think yeah. there's some stuff to work through here, oh, but man. probably not. I've already the, worked through it all. I'm good. I don't, don't hey. sound like it. <laughs> all good. I don't know, Bones. All good there, buddy. <laughs> might need a little more than the tell me something good segment. <laughs> all right, there you go, Amy. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. <laughs> Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. 
I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts it's the easiest trivia game you will ever hear it's easy trivia we play it every friday amy the champion you're up first okay what actress plays rachel on friends jennifer aniston that's correct Lunchbox categories television. George Costanza as a character on what TV show? Seinfeld. Correct. Oh. Eddie, what TV show follows the life of the employees of a paper company in Scranton, Pennsylvania? That's The Office. Correct. Morgan Walter White was a character from what TV show? Um, Breaking Bad. That's correct. So the next category will be math, but it's going to be easy. Oh. Mm. Man. But first, let me say, Eddie, if you win this, you win the tiara back from Amy. She's yeah. had it. Yeah. You'll, you'll hit five wins. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got to focus. Amy, if you miss this, you'll now be eliminated. Yes. What is 50% of 100? 50%? 
of 100. Why'd you look that? When I said said it, you gave a weird look. What's 50? Half of 100 is half. What's 50% of 100? 50%! What? Stop looking at me crazy. You sound crazy. What do you mean what's 50% of 100? <laughs> you sound crazy. You Half. sound crazy. What's 50% of 100? I I Amy, I need know. the answer. I guess I don't know how you're at. Okay. 50. What's 50% of 100? 50, you have 10 seconds. 50% of 100 is 50. 100% would be 100. 50. Okay, that's Golly, correct. That's not crazy. You kept yelling 50%. You kept saying 50%, oh. Amy. Okay, sorry. I didn't realize I was saying percent. You're like, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. Okay, what, okay. What's five times five? 25. Correct. Okay. Eddie, what's 10 divided by two? Five. Correct. Okay. Morgan, what's... Why do you keep saying okay? I don't know. If everybody's answer. Morgan, <laughs> what's nine times five? 45. Correct. Good. You, you all got through that one. Good job. All right. Let's go. <laughs> Something wrong with Amy right now. Yeah, she's it's happening. I'm nervous. <laughs> she feels that crown slipping away. I do. The category like... is U.S. cities. Oh. Love it. Oh. Not capitals. <laughs> Love it. Amy, what city is known as the Big Easy? The Windy City, Chicago. The Big Apples, New York. The what? The Big Easy. The Big Easy? I don't know the Big Easy. I hate this. Uh, Sunshine State. The, the Big Easy? I don't know the Big Easy. That's the Windy City. Is an answer? Chicago. Incorrect. You've been booed. New Orleans. Oh. They're all listening. Lunchbox. Hey, New Orleans. Yeah. What U.S. city is known as the Windy City? Oh, my God. Chicago! Why would you yell other cities? <laughs> because I didn't know you were going to... Because I was trying to I, go through sh- what they were called. Eddie, what city that. is known as the city of brotherly love? That's Philadelphia. Correct. Morgan, what city is the capital of the United States? Washington, D.C. That's correct. Amy, you've been eliminated. Let's go, Lunchbox. Or Morgan. Or Morgan. <laughs> wow, everyone but me. I well, mean, you get the crown. No, yeah, There's not a lot of hope with me, Amy. Hey, Bones, I can smell it. I don't want to give up the crown. <laughs> Nobody does, Amy. Easy trivia. The category is country music. Oh, I love country music. Uh, it's okay, Lunchbox. You got it. Lunchbox, who is the lead singer of Rascal Flats? Gary LaVox. Correct. Yeah! Yeah! Who knows their country music? Eddie, what artist released a number of albums recorded at prisons such as Folsom and San Quentin? Ooh, that's Johnny Cash. Morgan, Taylor Swift was discovered at an industry showcase at what legendary venue in 2005? I'll ask it again. Taylor Swift was discovered at an industry showcase at what legendary venue in 2005? Gosh, I don't know. There's a few, but Bluebird Cafe. Is that your answer? Yeah. That's correct. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Amy, Let's Amy, go. Amy's the one clapping, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next up, cartoon catchphrases is the category. Ooh, your favorite, Lunchbox? Yeah. Cartoon catchphrases. <laughs> you do, you have kids. Lunchbox. Yabba-dabba-doo! Flintstones. Correct. Yes! What up? Eddie. Don't! The Simpsons. Correct. What up? Mm-hmm. Morgan. Oh, What's up, Doc? Oh, what? I don't know. What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? What's up, Doc? I've heard that. Is Ooh. a catchphrase from what Looney Tune? Popeye. <laughs> what? You've been booed. <laughs> Popeye, not a Looney Tune. Yeah, that's fair. That is 
Bugs Bunny. Bugs, Bugs Bunny, Bunny, man. Yes. Well, two remain. Wow, Amy. <laughs> Sorry, lunchbox Amy. stands in between lunchbox, me and Tierra. Lunchbox, lunchbox. The category is animals. <laughs> Woo! Your favorite. Uh, you get yeah. two questions in this category. I yeah. love animals. Love animals. Lunchbox, what's the tallest animal in the world? Has to be a giraffe. Is that your answer? That's my answer. Correct. Good job. Eddie, how many limbs does an octopus have? Eight. Correct. Lunchbox, what bird is the symbol of peace? A dove. Wow. Yeah. Let's go. Correct. Good job, Lunchbox. Woo! Eddie, what, what's the type of animal that primarily eats meat? That's a carnivore. Correct. Wow. Good job, guys. Okay. Thank you. We're moving on to geometry. Oh, no. Oh, I failed geometry, Miss Mulder. Me too. I had to retake it. Easy trivia. Dang Lunchbox, it. how many sides does an octagon have? It's an octagon, so it has to have eight. That's correct. Two lines that never intersect, Eddie, are called blank lines. Two lines that never intersect. Those are parallel lines. Correct. <sighs> Lunchbox, how many sides does a, does a hexagon have? That's a good question. Mm, there's only two choices. What are the two choices? Six or seven. Hex. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to talk myself into this. Because if you're going to put a hex on someone, the number seven is bad. And so we're going to go with hexagon is seven because you're hexing someone. Interesting. So the number seven <laughs> is a bad thing. And, and so I'm going with a seven-sided thing is a hex a gone. You've been booed. Oh, no. That hex? was great, though, dude. What's Good a, thinking. Is a hex on a person a thing? Yeah, what is yeah. it? Yes. It's like it a is? purse, but it has yeah. nothing to do with hexagon. <laughs> like nothing, literally it nothing. It doesn't? Oh. So what's seven, then? I don't know. There is, is there a sept? Is there, there has to be a, a seven. Sept, is it a septagon? That's what I'm saying. I didn't know. I'm guessing septagon, Mike. I don't know. I mean... Uh, Eddie, for the win. Uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. No, don't give him something easy. What is it, Mike? Septagon. Eddie. Triangle. I got it. Uh, An acute angle is how many degrees? An acute. Oh, gosh. I mean, I would just think it's 90. Oh, maybe it's smaller than 90. Give me 90 degrees. Incorrect. Yes, oh my God! Ninety degrees is a right angle, and acute Dang. is less than ninety, and obtuse is more than ninety. So all I had to say was less than ninety. Yeah. Dang it. Okay. You're back in. Oh, all right. You all did right. It, all right. Wow! Unbone me. What? <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> kind of. He has been unboned. All right. Go. You buzz in with your name. Speed oh, round. Three questions. Ooh. Speed round. Three questions. Okay. Category is state nicknames. Mm. Which state has the nickname? The land of 1,000 lakes. Lunchbox. Eddie. Mm, Milwaukee. Incorrect. That's not a state. Nice job. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. <laughs> Michigan. Incorrect. <gasps> oh, thank goodness. You both sitting on the end. I thought that's what Illinois. it was. Illinois. It's Minnesota. 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 Too late. I was close. Uh. Okay. What do you call it? The category is superheroes. Uh. Love it. Buzz in with uh. your name. What character's real name was Bruce? Lunchbox. Hey. Lunchbox. Batman. Correct. Woo! Who's Batman? 
Banner! Yeah, yeah. shout out to my Bruce three Wayne, you idiot. No. What'd you say, Bruce, Bruce Banner? Banner. Banner? Oh, no, that's Captain Hulk. That's Hulk. That's Bruce. Hulk. Dr. Hulk. Whatever well, then is. they got the book wrong that I've been reading, my son. No, Bruce Banner is incredible. I'm going to bring it in, and I will show you in the book that is Batman. It Bruce says Bruce Wayne Banner. is. Maybe it is Bruce Wayne in yeah, that one. Exactly. But who cares? I got it right, didn't I? What does he have to get? How many? Uh, it's best one of more. three, Amy. Best of three. <sighs> Ready. Uh-huh. Superhero still? No. How are we doing? You guys feel pretty good or no? Oh, I feel great. I feel great. Okay. The category is science. Uh, you know what? I got my first C in Miss Beard Will science class in fifth grade. What's the elementary. smallest unit of matter? What? I don't even know what that means. Me either. I, I don't know what you're asking me. What's the smallest? Eddie. Eddie. Uh, Ounce. Lunchbox. <laughs> no. Lunchbox. Electron. No. no. Lunchbox, you won anyway. One. One. Adam. It's an Adam. Adam. It's an Adam. Lunchbox, you won. Yeah! 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 Wow. Wow. I still don't even know what they're asking me. Well, Eddie, you didn't win. You said you could smell it. Yeah. I, could, I could still smell it. I feel what like Amy is just happy uh, as Lunchbox is. What do you call that? Hey, what, what was the question? Choked. No, no I don't no, know. I didn't choke. <laughs> I, I wasn't choke. Okay. <laughs> Raymundo says he's noticed an old man thing I'm doing in studio. What am I doing? Yeah, in between breaks, sometimes during songs, a good three-minute song is when you go get that stretch in. I'm injured. I, I know, but you're also you're going left to right, down the middle. I mean, it's a good, solid stretch you're doing. I mean, that that's an old man thing. Getting up and stretching is old man. I have a hurt leg. I got a hurt shoulder. I've been training so hard for the next. I don't really know why I'm training so hard, but still, <laughs> I think that's why I'm stretching just to get it loose. But did you used to stretch in your younger days? I didn't get hurt in my younger days. Right. Well, then you're getting oh, older. This is like. Oh this crap! Is it. She yeah. got you. All right. Thank you, Ray. I'll, I'll, hey, I'll stretch privately from now on. Okay. Just make sure that camera doesn't catch you. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Does Lunchbox think he's a bigger celebrity than Carly Pierce? Oh yes. That's not even a question. She's won awards. And so she's played stadiums with people. <laughs> she played stadiums. Yeah, she played openers when, you know what? No one cares about the opening act. Well, that's a song <laughs> that we wrote because we were the opening act. Yeah, it's like. I think Carly is 10 times more famous than Lunchbox is. Yeah. Yeah, why do you ask? Well, because she's basically having a yard sale today. And uh, she said she was going through a closet, doing some screen cleaning, and she found so many clothes that need new owners. So she's selling her clothes at a pop-up shop. What? Oh, not at her house? No, it's not not at her. She can't do it at her house. She's oh. really weird. But Lunchbox can this weekend. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he can. But She's she, so famous she can't even do it at her house, Lunchbox. No. But she realized it's CMA Fest in Nashville, and there'd be so many fans in town. It'd be so cool that they could maybe come shop her items. And guess what? She's donating everything to support healthcare for the mu- music industry. And you're donating... Uh, none of it. Okay. None. None. Like, none. not even a percentage. He doesn't like, need to. It's not even, stuff. like, the, yeah. the whole tithe. You, like, you, you she, do your thing. Yeah, no way. I'm not going to guilt you on that one. Yeah, she does that to get good press. No, she probably doesn't need the money because she's famous and, and pretty rich. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. What else you got? So I saw a headline, Mrs. Doubtfire meets El Chapo. Okay. So I had to click on that. And there's this guy, he was serving prison time because he's like a gang leader. And he decided to uh, set up a conjugal visit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, where you make love to somebody. Well, yeah. So the woman came in, then 
gave him woman clothes. He dressed up as a woman and walked straight on out of jail. Wow. What? So wait, does she serve his time now? She stayed in <laughs> yeah, there. They and had a swap. Yeah. Right? She, she put had... a mustache on and she's like, I guess I'm him now. <laughs> no, but isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Did they catch him? That, yeah, a few hours later. His freedom was short-lived, but still. I <laughs> the mean, wig fell off. And, I mean, I'm glad they caught him because he sounds like a pretty bad dude. But it's still kind of crazy that he got out that way. All right. Mm-hmm. And Americans are worse tippers now than we were pre-COVID. Uh, creditcards.com took a survey. And, you know, during COVID, we all vowed we're going to tip more because the service industry, it's been hit real hard. Well, now that we're back eating again, we're not. We're not tipping. So, tipping is down. And so I just would encourage you, if you're going out to eat this weekend, people in the service industry, they're working extra hard because restaurants can barely staff the place. because Nobody wants to work. So those that are working are working extra hard. So yeah, be kind. and they're only working because they feel like they should work and not take unemployment because yeah. they probably make just as much making unemployment. So if anything, it's like a tip of the cap to you for showing up to work. Yes. So, so be kind. Be- and then also, I'm not asking you to go above and beyond with your tipping. Just tip. The, the fact that people would do a zero. That's crazy. Blows That's my crazy. mind. That's crazy to me. Okay, Amy, thank you. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Picture this. It's a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Myrtle Beach. Ocean Boulevard. Motorcycle. Two people just cruising, looking at the beach. And all of a sudden, boom, they get hit by an SUV from behind. And the SUV comes to a stop with one of the people pinned underneath it still on the motorcycle. And that's when all the beachgoers in their swimsuits, their bikinis, they run over, grab the SUV, one, two, three. They lift it up and pull the person out. Non-life-threatening injuries. Wow. That's crazy. So many lucky things happened there. The fact that he wasn't, or she, I don't know who's pinned. Yeah, I don't know if it's the man or the woman. Wasn't killed regardless they could lift the truck up or not. I mean, you get run over or pinned down. That's bad news. And how about that? All the beachgoers going safe. Yeah, they got off their beach towels, threw the sunscreen away. In their ran. bikinis, too. Oh, wow. A lot of bikinis. Yeah. yeah, bikinis. Some were in banana hammocks. Dudes? Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks for that. All right, that's what's up. That's the good news. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here's a voicemail from Mark in San Antonio. I have a question. How does a single father get his daughter to understand that he is doing what is best for her? I've tried everything in the book that I can think of. Buying her love, being mad at her, I just don't know what to do. If you could give me any words of encouragement or something that could help, thank you. I don't think that she has to understand you're doing what's best for her. I just think you do what's best for her, and sometimes she understands, sometimes she doesn't. I don't think it's the role of a parent to be the buddy and have to explain every single thing if they don't understand why it's happening. As long as you're doing it for the reason that you feel is good and right and just, that's good enough. Yeah, you're playing for the long game here. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And you have to know that all of that is going to pay off in the end. She may not have a way to comprehend or communicate with you what it really means, but she's going to know that you keep showing up in the ways that you do. And the answer is definitely not buying her love. I don't know. I don't mind that. I wish somebody buy my love That's a little bit. That's nice. That's definitely nice. <laughs> well, but I, like I mean, you know, connection, making sure she feels heard and you want to talk with her and all of that will pay off. If you're there for her consistently, when she's an adult, she's going to have appreciated it. So as a kid, she may not always appreciate or understand it. Therefore, yes. you may not always be able to make her understand you're doing what's best for her. But as long as you are and you know that, I think that's what being a parent is, the hard times too, right? When you've got to have them do 
things that they don't understand why they're doing it. Yeah. yeah. And I guess the paying thing hit home with me because I feel like sometimes that's how my dad tried to connect. And it wasn't lavish things, but it was kind of like, oh, you know, I'm going to get your gas or oh, I'll pay your insurance or oh, you don't have to worry about this or oh, I'm going to cover your college, which is amazing. Well, that's a large one at the end. <laughs> really cool. Well, I was like, I mean, I'm going to buy you a Laffy Taffy. What I'm going to buy you a Snickers bar. <laughs> How about an airplane? Wait, wait, Sorry. what? <laughs> Sorry. Well, what I meant is sometimes I do. I wasn't meaning like he took me on shopping sprees and I got to pick out whatever I want. Like it was practical life things that he wanted to invest in, but he didn't ever try to connect with me. He just thought, oh, I'm taking care of this. And that always, you know, bummed me out a little bit because I would have rather had connection. Well, to answer your question, she doesn't have to understand. Yeah. That's it. Sometimes she will. Sometimes she won't. But she doesn't have to understand. Thank you for leaving us a voicemail. Your motivation is the fact that you care enough to ask. That's awesome. That means you care enough about her to hopefully do the right thing most of the time. Mm-hmm. All right. That's what's up. All right, Ray, let's go over and do the morning corny. The morning corny. What do you call a vegetable that's sort of cool, but not that cool? What's that? Radish. Radish. Like radish. Radish. <laughs> that was the morning corny. All right, that's a good one. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. 
You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the friday morning conversation with hank williams jr and mm. dan auerbach hank how are you Pretty good. Yeah, it's first time that you and I have met. Yeah, I, I've I've you know come close to you, like sniffed you a little bit, and been like that's you awesome. Probably met me in a lot of songs over the radio, though. Well, that for sure. That's for damn sure. Yeah, like, a, <laughs> like if you lived in the United States of America, that's for damn sure. Well, I, and I'm from a small town in Arkansas, so that's for real sure. That's why that hog is up there. That's right. I got some Dallas cowboy rich white friends. Boy, they would love seeing that right there. Jerry Believe Jones, that one of them. <laughs> yeah, they they were hogs. Yeah. yeah, they were hogs. How is that? So this this project's you know pretty cool how it came together. Dan, by the way, good to see you. Great to see you. Good to see both of you guys. So Hank, first of all, it's your first record in what since like 2016, I think. So why did you want to put out new music now? Huh? Your first new record in a while. Why From now? What? Why now? What 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 inspired it? Uh, bored. You know, I don't care about that part. This, this thing, let me just put it, and you're going to know, and we don't have to waste any more time. Uh, you know, I'm all about not all wasting right. time. What I'm down got? here, little Hank Williams Jr. is at 4916 Franklin Road, and he's growing up with every one of these dudes, Lightning Hopkins, B.B. King, John Lee Hooker. So I'm not talking fantasies. Everything I've said on this record is real, and everybody knows it. So I'm sitting there, 12, 13 years old, and I got my little guitar, and I got my amp, and I'm playing Jimmy Reed, and I'm playing all these dudes, and I'm trying to learn how... I'm trying to learn how to do anything on there. Well, this ain't Hank Jr. at 13 anymore. 
this is the other side. And I'm paying tribute to all these guys. Icon Father was taught by a black gentleman named Rufus Payne, T-Tot. And boy, he had some real, real good lessons from that guy. So I'm looking at it, I'm kind of gone full circle. My T-Tot was John Lee and B.B. and on and on, and Jimmy Reed. So this one is all about something I've been wanting to do a long time. This ain't, forget Hank Jr. This ain't got nothing to do. Got this nothing is to do Thunderhead with Hank Jr. Hawkins. All right. That's my AKA. Thunder- <laughs> <laughs> Nobody told me Thunderhead was coming in. Well, they call him Thunderhead because he fell off that mountainside. <laughs> they, that ain't made up either. <laughs> So that's where we at, folks. Okay. All right. Well, listen, Thunderhead. Yep. Nobody, that's me, introdu- nobody introduced me to Thunderhead. Thunderhead, how's it going? <laughs> Thunderhead Hawkins. Yeah, Thunderhead. Well, then let's do this. And I'll- Live in poison. Thunderhead, Dan. Dan, are you still Dan? I am. Okay, good. All right, <laughs> just making sure. I, I don't name for the That's Mr. Mr. Producer. Okay. Uh, Thunderhead and Mr. Producer, why don't you guys play the song and let's come back and talk about it a little bit? Let's I- do it. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh huh. R.L. Burnside. Thunderhead Hawkins. Yeah. I don't know, but I have been around. They tell me them women, shake them on down. Yes, I'm going down the Georgia line. I'm going to see if them women, sweet like mine. Sweet like mine, sweet like mine, Uh uh-huh, all the way to Montgomery, baby, shake them on down, sweet like mine, sweet like mine. How about that? Thunderhead Hawkins. You say Hawkins. It's Hawkins, Thunderhead Hawkins. Hawkins. Thunderhead Hawkins. H-A-W-K-I-N-S. Hawkins. That's right. Yeah. Hank Jr., no more. Thunderhead Hawkins. This album is not Hank Jr. No. This is Thunderhead Hawkins. This is Little Thunderhead. with Rock and Randall at Overton High School. Rock and Randall and the Rockets. And I played every instrument there was. And my father people don't know, played every damn instrument there was. It's a family tradition, and we can pick and we can rock. Who's Thunderhead? That's why we're sitting down there in the Hall of Fame. Senior, 
Jr. Well, I'm confused because now you're back to Hank Jr. You just said you're only Thunderhead Hawkins today. Well, on this record. On got this it. record. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Now, those 85 million other ones is that Bo Cephas guy. Okay. Gotta help, you got to help got, me here. Got that? I'm confused. Got lots of, lots right, of names. All right. Let's go. Let's do something. All right. What do you want to do? I do want to get out of here. Wait. Already? We just. I want to smoke my cigar and get the hell out of here. I don't like this. We just. <laughs> now you not, you understand? <laughs> Can we leave now? <laughs> You just walking? I'm ready to go. All right, goodbye. I got half. I got a twenty-six dollar cigar out there, so I've got about, in the words of my uncle, about ten dollars and fifty cents left on it. All right, I'm gonna. <laughs> then I'm gonna ask you three quick questions. Yes. After the third one, you can walk out. Yeah. Good to go. <laughs> yeah. And then Dan, I'm gonna ask you a couple questions after he walks out. Okay. Go on. Yeah. All That's right, Mr. Producer. Who but am I asking this to? Actually, Is it's us. Uh, we both kind of produced a little bit. Absolutely. But he produced all of this because this band. This is, <laughs> there ain't no rookies sitting up here. Are you this, uh, are you this much of a leader in the studio? Huh? Do you just tell people what to do in the studio uh, like this? Ask them, they'll tell you. <laughs> Dan, how's he, Dan, how's he in the studio? I mean, this was. When a- did you write that one? On the way over here. <laughs> you know, it was all for the love of the music. So, I mean, it was just all gravy, really, the whole time. When you're producing a country legend, like Hank Jr., who then turns into Thunderhead, do you produce him? Di- are you out? Are you out? You out? Yeah, bye. Wait. Oh, he's done. Are you really leaving? Are you through? I would to through my three questions. All right. Oh, I didn't hear. I can't hear too many amplifiers. All right, all right. Marshall last- Tucker was really loud. <laughs> I'll ask three quick. I'll okay, be I'll buddy. be as generic as possible. Are you ready? I These fell are re- off a mountain. My These- back's hurt. No, I wasn't going to ask that one. I know. <laughs> but if you want to go there, you fell off a mountain. Everybody thought you were, I did, yeah, yeah, thought you were yeah, dead. 530 feet was a long way in 17 operations. Yeah, I have a little bit of back pain now and then. What do you remember about that fall? <laughs> All of it. You do? You didn't black out? Every, no, that's why that's I live, they said. Because you... I remember every bit of it. Yeah. When you landed at the bottom, you think you're going to live? Nope. How, how did, when did you know you were going to live? When you're like, I'm going to beat this. They strapped me to the outside of a helicopter. That ride was pretty rough, cold. Then you get down there, and they uh, cut everything off. I said, don't cut my cross off. They cut everything off. I had a gun and a shoulder holster. When I fell, they cut the holster off. Cut all of that off, operated all night. Woke up, I don't know, day and a half later, something like that. When could you sing again? Huh? When could you sing again? Oh, it was a long time after that. All right. It was starting all over. Second question. You ready for it? Okay. You tell me. I, I like you gave me the first one. What's the second one? I don't know. All right. <laughs> uh, what? Do you, what is it? Hey, I don't, you told me the first one. I thought you would tell me the second one too. Okay, ready? Oh, when, yeah. pe- when people see you on the streets, what song do they associate you with the most? I don't know. Are you ready you know, for football? Uh, Monday Night Football, 31 years, that put a stamp on them on America. They kind of know that one. Are you ready? All my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. That's what it is. Do you sing that one at shows? You s- oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll wear it out. <laughs> Wear it out. All right. <laughs> Come to a show sometime, buddy, and you'll find whoa, out. Whoa, one more. No, Hold on. Wait, wait, one more. What is you it? You keep leaving. We got I don't one wanna, more. I'm ready to go. Okay, I know. Right. <laughs> yeah, one more. All right. This is my question. It's actually more of a statement. You know my favorite song of yours? 
The what? My favorite song that doesn't get the play that it should get. There's a tear in my beard. Oh, you like that? Oh, that's well, my that, favorite. That, you have good, good taste. Cause I'm crying for you, dear. That, yeah, well, that's daddy. But it's me. I'm doing that yeah, part. You know, you. that was the words that I found. Yeah. And the little acetate thing. Yeah. I remember the video when they kind that's of. That's a real, real good taste. Also, you might want to look up the eyes of Waylon. Christopherson said, "Where in the world did that come from?" I said, "Where do you think?" The yeah, Eyes of Wailing is a song everybody should listen to. There's a lot of them like that, that all in Alabama, when I thought I was not going to make it out there, feeling better, started turning up loud, looking at the crowd and bending them guitar strings. I knew all the while it was my style. Could they ever forget my name? Rocked them in Raleigh, knocked them out of Knoxville, just couldn't do no wrong. The people went wild, and the band said, Child, you better keep on singing your songs, and I'm feeling better. Now, can I leave? You can go. <laughs> right, there he is, everybody. Yeah. There he is, everybody. <laughs> there he goes. He grabs his back. Hey, Dan, uh, how, when you're working with Hank Jr., what is he like in the studio? Is he like that all the time? Oh, man, the first thing he said when he walked in, we'd never met him before. We're all sitting in there. These guys had driven up from Mississippi, and... We didn't know what to expect. And the first thing he said was, I don't really feel like with this right now. <laughs> and he, he, he went into the other room, into the, into the live room, and just lit up a cigar. No one had ever smoked a cigar in the studio. <laughs> so that's how it started. So uh, both as an artist and a producer, like uh, it, it's got to be really hard to get your time. So why Hank Jr. of all the people that are begging for your time? Oh, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Hank Jr. I just, you know, I mean, when when I found out that he was a fan of R.L. Burnside, I thought we could do something fun. So I called Kenny Brown here. He played with R.L. since the 70s. Kent Kimbrough, Junior Kimbrough's son, Eric Deaton. Um, these guys played on some of my favorite blues records of all time. Um, and I thought they'd be a perfect fit. And they were. Hank, you know, Hank figured out who he was in the room with, and he just, like, he ate it up. He loved it. Did he and make we, you call him Thunderhead, like me? Nah, Okay, I, that's just me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. That The song they played was called Georgia Women, uh, and the record comes out June 17th. Uh, June 17th, Rich, White, Honky Blues. And I'm not going to be canceled for saying that, right? I'm all good on that. Rich, white, honky, <laughs> blues, everything good. Uh, Dan, big fan of you and the music that you produce. I, we were actually at an event together and i forget you had pro you had produced another country legends record it had just come out we were with reba country music hall of fame we were something together and I what other record did you do from uh did you produce there was somebody another older country guy john anderson that's right Th that's exactly what yeah was. we've yeah. got a john anderson tribute album that's coming out right now it's got eric church luke combs sturgill simpson tyler um are you Sierra doing Farrell. did you do the I did it with well? my with my buddy uh, David Ferguson. Awesome. Well, yeah. uh, we appreciate what you brought to Nashville. Yeah, listen, love the Black Keys, love what you did with Hank, and just all you guys appreciate you coming in. That was a heck of a performance. And then, uh, Hank, wherever you went, Thunderhead. <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. All right. <laughs> uh, good to see you guys. There they are. Nice job. Thank guys. you. We're going to draft the best snacks from our childhood. So five of us are here. We'll make our team. 
And if you finish last in the voting, you will have to post a picture of you sucking your thumb on your Instagram with no context. <laughs> That's the punishment. Oh, it's wow. A, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, for at least uh, 24 hours. And then you can there. delete it? Then you can delete it. Okay. So that'll be the punishment if you finish last. Now, Ray, you, we rolled the dice. You get to go first. What will you draft as your first best snack from childhood? I still eat them to this day. They're so good. Lunchables. Dang, that was going to be mine. That's a great one. He still eats Lunchables? He do still eat Lunchables? It, yep. At all the grocery stores in the area, they got them. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go with, as the second overall pick, snacks from childhood. I'm going to go with Hot Pockets. Dang it. That's good. Real good. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox. Yeah, it's easy. Stick them in the toaster, and they pop up, and you go, there's my Pop-Tart. Pop-Tart's solid. Pop-Tart. It's good, good. Eddie? I'm going to go, Bones, with Easy Cheese and Crackers. Easy Cheese. Easy Cheese. Easy cheese. Let's go. That is. The it's can? Easy. Yeah. Little smiley faces. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yummy. And our final pick of the first round, Morgan, what is your favorite snack from childhood? I would put these in my lunch every single day, and it's Gushers. Gushers are solid. Dang, man, I'm running out. I know. <laughs> I'm like, Gushers oh, they're all solid. going bye-bye. Okay, that's the first round. We get three rounds. Now, when we load them up on the internet, we're not going to put our names on what the teams are. Okay. People are going to see the teams I vote for them. <laughs> that's a good idea. All right, Morgan, you got the first round, first pick of the second mm. round since you went last in the first round. Go ahead. I have so many more. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Okay, um... I think I'm going to go with Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos is solid. I am running out. Eddie. My pick for the second round, Bones, will be Fruit Roll-Ups. That's a good one. Dang, that's a good one. Crap. All right, Lunchbox, over to you. Your best snack from childhood. Your second round pick. Oh, yeah, guys. You want one? No, you want two. You know why? Because they're called Twinkies. Woo! Yeah, Twinkies Twinkies are solid. Best snacks from childhood. I like... I have the last pick of the round. What do you have so far? Only one I have. No, Ray's after me. I have Hot Pockets. Okay. I'm thinking about... Because if it's still able to be snacked on now, that's okay. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with Pringles. Mm-hmm. Once you pop, you can't stop? I'm going right. to go with... You can't just eat one or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm going to go with Pringles. Ray? Still can be eaten today, but anytime you didn't eat food and mom had to make you something real quick, you went with the bagel bites. Bagel bites is good. I have it too. That's a good one. All right, that's two rounds. One more round to go. Now let's look at Ray's team here. You got Lunchables and Bagel Bites. Ray, what's your final pick? The Kool Aid that came in the little bottles that all the rich kids had. <laughs> I never really drank them. Squeeze it. Oh, they did have a name. Squeeze yeah. it. They were called yes. Squeeze It? Yep. Okay, Raids led me to something then. I don't think I had oh. it here. What are those little sun kiss packs? What are those? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You pop the straw in. High C. High C, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, no, that's not. Oh, no, no, there's another one. There's oh. another one. Cooler. Uh, Capri Sun. That's it. Capri Sun. Right, I'm going with Capri Sun, which I didn't have on my list. But it is solid, so I'm going with Capri Sun. Go ahead. Lunchbox. Oh, man. You know, it's easy, guys. When you look at snacks and you're hungry, you go to the little 
I'm trying to. I'm just trying to stall because I don't have one right now. Okay. Uh, you go to the what is it called? A pantry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you look in there and you're like, man, what looks good? Oh yeah, you see those little guys looking at you like, hey, the little candy animal. cigarettes. <laughs> those, those are terrible. Those are awesome. Those were so cool. But you get the animal crackers. Good. They are addicting. They are delicious. They're plain, simple, and home run. And more of a cookie than a cracker. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh, yeah. They're it's definitely sweet. a cookie. Eddie, your last one. All right, Bones. This is the master of them all. The best pick ever. Peanut butter and jelly. Crustables. What Remember those bad boys? I don't, I don't know like peanut butter, so I don't know. Uh, Morgan, final pick. <laughs> I don't know how you guys are saying you don't have any. I had so many more. Well, because you're younger. You I just got had your childhood. I have a bunch. I And I'm... Since I'm the last one, I can say these, but cheese balls, Go-Gurts, Cosmic Brownies, Flavor Ice. Cosmic Brownies are more of an adult thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm surprised no. there's not more Little Debbie mentions yeah. in here. You got but the Twinkies. I got Twinkies. Go ahead. You know what? I'm going to go with this one because when you get it out of the freezer on a hot summer day, it was the best day ever, a Flavor Ice. What? Oh, they the come, ice pops? Yep. They come straight. They're skinny little things. They come in blue, red, green, purple, all the colors you want. Those I just didn't know the this. name. I just I know, know Popsicle. Name. All right, here we have. These are the teams that will not be listed by name. Team one would be Ray's team, but team one, Lunchables, Bagel Bites, and Squeeze-Its. Solid. Mine, Hot Pockets, Pringles, and Capri Suns. That's good. I mean, that's a lunch from... Yeah. Yeah, I could still eat that today. That's church camp, baby. They hook you <laughs> up with that right there. Lunchbox, Pop-Tarts, Twinkies, and Animal Crackers. Not my best team. A lot of sugar. Yeah, not my best Like, team. that's my favorite that I would eat. Yours. I'm, Diabetes waiting to happen. Oh, man. <laughs> Eddie's Easy Cheese, Fruit Roll-Ups, and Crustables. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to Google Crustables. Oh, they're then so good. Morgan Thank has you. Gushers, Dunkaroos, and Flavor Ice. So solid of a team right well, there. Well, you can't yell that about your own. <laughs> sure you can. Eddie, I've never seen these things in my life. Really? Crustables. So All right, good. go vote at bobbybones.com. We'll pick a loser. Everybody wins except one person. Uh oh. And the loser will have to suck their own thumb on their own Instagram. And then does the loser also have to sit out? Yeah. That's Why is I that? Said. That's what you do. That's what did. she's doing. <laughs> yeah, I just had to sit out last time. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. 
Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts abby is our phone screener and if you call she's just a delight when she answers the phone she's like bye bone show hello and then she hears your story and she puts you through but now she wants to do only fans which is the subscription site you go to. And for the most part, 99%, it's girls who have men subscribing to them and they're like doing stuff. Yeah. Do, I doing don't want stuff. Abby on OnlyFans. I feel very passionately about her not doing this. Abby, as of today, what's your temperature on this? Do you still want to do OnlyFans? I mean, I have seen stories lately where they are making $3,000 like a week. I understand the money thing, but it's, it's not There's about the money. There's a lot of ways we it's can make It's about what you have to do. Look, okay, here's a story Abby wants me to read. Okay. There you go. Uh, when K 
Carly Ruiz hit 3 million followers on Instagram. She got into OnlyFans. She's now making so much money that she has paid for a boy's chemotherapy. Well, that's nice. Wow. I, I mean, I like she that. She earns about $36,000 a month on OnlyFans. And so paid for his chemo and then took him to the mall, treated him to lunch, bought him a Nintendo Switch, a PlayStation 5. Wow. And she's like, look what I can do on OnlyFans. Right. What do you want to do on OnlyFans? Be honest. Sing. Oh, okay, you can sing on anything. Yeah, but that's where the money's at. I could do like a... But why would people pay you to sing on OnlyFans right. if no one's paying you to sing anywhere else? Mm-hmm. That's like... Su- Listen, I think you should pursue your passion, but OnlyFans is basically a dirty situation. I know Eddie recommended you do it in a bikini. I did not recommend it. The way she pitched it to me was, hey, there are other things now. It's not just a dirty site anymore. But it's really just that. You could do, what's the other one called? It's uh, a little less dirty. Uh, Yeah, Patreon. Oh, yeah, Patreon. That's less dirty? dirty? Yeah, and you could sing, and you could also document your life. Yeah. that? And people subscribe, and you give them monthly content. You know, yeah, you okay. You won't make so much money, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, then I don't know. I, I just don't think OnlyFans is what you should do. Well, if Mm-mm. if you were going to make 500 bucks a month, would you sing in a bikini? See, okay, yeah, I am torn at the end of the day, because... <laughs> 500 bucks a month, <laughs> would you sing people videos, 30-second clips in a bikini? Mm, I don't think so. I say I it, her. but yeah. I don't believe her. You I think she, she would? would? Yeah. I think she probably already got one going. <laughs> and she's not telling you. Oh, no, like a secret only Abby, fans? don't do it. Don't what do if it. I did do a secret one? Don't no do one it. knew. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do okay. it. Don't, it's just a bad bad association. No, it is true. I do want to be, cl- I mean, I am classy. I don't want to. Like, sing on Instagram. Back. Okay. And if you want to sing in a bikini on Instagram, good for you. <laughs> I don't know about that. She's only going to, she only was considering the bikini to get paid. Right. The, no, I, I, no, I know why. Yeah. That's a lot of money. <laughs> she wants to be in a bikini. <laughs> so money hungry. <laughs> Me? I just want to try know. it so bad. Then I want to be it. one of those news stories. Then do it. You want to be, are you Lunchbox? <laughs> okay, no, I just mean, I want to be the next like OnlyFans like sensation. <laughs> I told you, dude. <laughs> I'm kidding. She's not kidding. Okay, Abby, don't, don't do it. Wait, we'll check it out. I really won't. Uh, Eddie's going to Memphis this weekend. I'm going to Graceland. Yeah, so you're going to go watch the Elvis movie? Yeah, so they invited me to go and it's kind of like a premiere but instead of LA they're going to do it in Graceland so they're going to do the premiere junk it with interviews so dude I'm hoping Tom Hanks is there I will flip if Tom Hanks is there so you'll bring us stuff back yes Monday Tuesday I will be interviewing people let you know what the experience is I'm going to also be staying on Graceland property they have a hotel there yeah Oh, it's a ho- so it's not in the house. They yeah. call it the guest house, but yeah. I think it's really a hotel. Yeah, well, that's fine. Good luck. Dude, I'm so pumped. Thank you. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Cleveland, Ohio. A man was out just on a drive on his motorcycle enjoying nature when all of a sudden he hears woo-woo, woo-woo behind him. And he pulls over and they go, uh, sir, you were doing 147 miles an hour. Oh, man. He's like, oh, sorry, man. I, I wasn't paying attention. I was just looking at nature. Any chance he wasn't paying attention doing 150? <laughs> no no chance. Right, no, no chance. And also, yes. you're probably not looking at nature. He's, he's just enjoying the drive. You're probably dialed in because you're like, all right, let's go. Let's try to. Because you're flying past yeah. cars. But I got to say, like, this morning, I must have gone through multiple lights, but I don't ever remember actually doing it or seeing that they were green. And were I started going to freak out that they were red, and I just ran oh. them. I don't know. Like, I just, I'm on <laughs> autopilot. Like, maybe he's just cruising. I, I just don't think 147 cruises because it's, uh, you got to put in work to get it to go that fast. Okay. Like, extra work. Yeah. You, on the other hand, yeah. I'm not quite sure what's happening here. <laughs> to be fair, I will get places too and go, I don't remember anything about getting here because I've been thinking about something. Yeah. But I just trust that, that I didn't run a red light. That 
that, yeah, that your subconscious is guiding you because you've done it so many times and knows exactly what to do. Yeah, I hope I saw green. That's crazy that you. That's what I was thinking because I know I have multiple lights. That's like scary. after. scary. That, yes, that's why I'm sharing it with you. No, not for, no, for all of us. Yeah, yeah. for people that are ca- we share the road with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I'm also concerned. I don't want to hit anybody. I guess it's just focus. I have to focus on not grinding my teeth now. Yeah, I grind really badly, and so I have to. Fo- and I'll catch myself doing it. But we'll, okay, I'm aware. Like during the day or when you sleep. Day mm. and sleep. Yeah, and so. Maybe that's what you should do. When you drive, you have to check in every once in a while. I'll be like, okay, am I running red lights? Am I risking other people? <laughs> I know. That's it. All right, Lunchbox. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> Amy, you guys have a barking problem with your dog? Oh, yeah. She barks like crazy, especially if someone comes to the door, someone new walks in. Once she calms down, she's done. But that, those first, like, three minutes are horrible. So what are you doing for the barking? Well, Stevenson decided to search up what to do because he's annoyed by it as well. And he found some article that said if you distract the dog by knocking on something, like creating other knocks somewhere else, it'll take the dog away from the front door where it's barking and it'll go searching. So now the only problem is the dog is barking at the people at the door, the doorbell or whatever, and Stevenson's banging on things. So it's just really loud. <laughs> so it's even more noise. Right. So I, I'm not saying that's a solution. It might work for other people at my house. Now it's just louder. <laughs> you know, there are a lot of tricks for dogs. People say work. They don't work. The whole thing when you get a puppy and they're like, all you got to do is take a shirt and wipe a, wipe your body with it and leave it there when you leave and it'll calm on because it smells like... That never works. Yeah. It just I just got back to a ripped up shirt. Huh. Or a dog that pooped everywhere. That never worked. I wonder if it ever worked. <laughs> like, yeah. Why do people I, talk about that? I think I'm just going to have to go back to the squirt bottle, which I feel like maybe that works a little bit, but it just feels so wrong. Isn't your dog like older now? Shouldn't it not be barking? Yeah, but ever since COVID, um, you know, I don't know if she had it or what. Like, it's <laughs> like, like, she, in 20, 2020, she got all anxious and paranoid. And, like, has been like this for a while. Even with all the dog whispers you've hired and psychics Well, the, the doggy animals. llama was pre-COVID, uh. so I haven't had him come over <laughs> since then. But she, I think it's because we rescued her, so some of her upgrading, she had a little anxiety and in the early parts hey, of her Hey, life. join the club, pooch, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now I don't know what to do to make her better, and she, I'm ta- I've taken her off pills, you know? It just sounds like a relative, and how she's talking about her, not even like, like a dog. Well, I don't want to keep. First of all, I'm like, I can't believe I'm buying meds from a dog. I mean, I get it; she needs them, but we just need another plan because I'm no longer going to. Okay, so you're saying it. don't do the beat on something else <laughs> yes. strategy? Cause, well, try it; it yeah. might work. But in my house now, it's just really loud. All right, I'll be in Oklahoma this weekend. Have a good weekend. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bone, come on. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts.